Hello and welcome to Master Your Mindset with your host Isis Foster. This is the place to be for anyone who is on a personal development journey. I will be sharing with you my own mindset hacks and personal past experiences. Please subscribe and share if you enjoy what I'm about to share with you and you've taken value from it. You never know who may need to hear it. humans we can often feel that throughout life we are trying to juggle a million plates I know from personal experiences that I have got to points of feeling so overwhelmed with trying to juggle things like work social life and having downtime for myself and without putting a routine in place for myself it can often feel like everything is just all too much so the biggest question today is Does the perfect balance ever exist? And how do we know if we're balancing our time correctly? I know from personal experiences that when I am splitting my time accordingly to how I feel, I will often feel happier and with more energy within myself. So the majority of people will work a full-time job. They may also have a relationship on the side. And then on top of all of that, they've got friends and family to see as well as trying to squeeze in downtime. So is it actually possible to be able to manage everything and still have time for yourself at the end of the day? I know that a couple of years ago, this is something which I personally struggled a lot with. And it's the main reason why I wanted to create this podcast today, because I know that I am not on my own when I say that life can become so overwhelming. And before you know it, you have burnt yourself out. So I hope this podcast today allows you to get value and allows you to slow down a little bit in life if you are like me and you are currently struggling with trying to juggle a million things all at once. As someone who thrives off of routine and preparation, my number one tip to you today is get clear with what exactly you want to achieve. So if you are like me and you enjoy knowing what upcoming events you've got, knowing when you want to schedule in your downtime, get it written in a planner. I am very much a pen to paper kind of gal. So I love having an actual handheld diary rather than typing it in my phone. Because if I see it, and it's on paper, I know it's actually going to happen. So I will use this to schedule in my workouts. I'll use this to schedule in my date nights. I'll use this to schedule in when I'm working, if I'm doing any overtime. And I'll also use this to schedule in my journaling sessions. So you don't need to be as organized as me, but it's definitely helpful to know what you've got and when, just because if you don't, if you can't see it, you don't know what's coming up. And then you are usually, less productive if you're not organized in what you're doing for example if you let's say for example it's a Wednesday today so tomorrow you have got it written in your diary that you're going to be doing a workout in the morning you're then going to go to your full-time job you're then going to meet your friends for dinner and then you're going to come home and journal you know those are your four non-negotiable things which are going to happen and chances are if you haven't got those things written down your day will just run you so rather than 
you running your day without writing them down your day will actually run you so you'll be looking to kill time rather than make the most out of time so I always find that having a routine makes my day way more productive if I know exactly what I'm doing and then exactly what time like I mentioned you don't have to be as organized as me in terms of scheduling down to the hour I do personally have a diary which is scheduled to the hour because I'm I'm a bit of a freak like that. But even if you just have a normal day-to-day diary and you're able to write things on your diary so you know exactly what you're doing, I promise you now it'll make your life so much easier. So plan ahead. I actually booked a Christmas trip today with my friends to go and see a Christmas carol in the theatre. Christmas isn't for another four months, but I am planning ahead because one, I like having things to look forward to. And secondly, it just makes me feel so much more organised and everyone knows what life is like around Christmas. Everyone's trying to do loads of gatherings, get togethers, Christmassy spirit, spirit things and it's a good opportunity to just look at where you are right now and be able to count down and have things to look forward to. So make sure you schedule in time to do all of the things that you love because life is too short. Yes, most of us work a full-time job, but what is the point of working all the hours of the day if you can't go back and celebrate the money that you've earned with the friends and family that you love? So on that topic... Another thing that I want to add in is make sure you set boundaries. Obviously, social events are amazing. It's a chance for you to get together with your friends and family and catch up. But make sure that your boundaries are set and that your whole life doesn't become one big social event. Because this has happened to me in the past. If a few of you have been following me for a while now, you'll know that just before lockdown, I was literally the brunch queen. I would go to a brunch every single weekend without fail. And I can hand on heart say that it burnt me out. It became an event which I didn't find that exciting anymore. I felt like I was going to brunches because I had a reputation which I had to keep up rather than going to enjoy myself, not to mention the additional weight that Prosecco puts on you if you drink it every single weekend on a bottomless level. It wasn't fun and it took a lot of work for me to get back from that. So make sure you're setting your boundaries. Don't go to social events for the sake of just going. Go because you want to. Go because there's people there that you haven't seen for ages. Go because it's a good break away from your work. But ultimately, if you don't feel like going somewhere, there is no one who's going to force you to go. It is so important that you set your boundaries so that you are putting yourself first. Because if you can't show up at your top tier level, you're not going to be doing any favours to anyone around you. In fact, you're probably going to be a bit of an energy killer, so you may as well not have gone. So it's okay to say no. And I just want to reiterate this so much because I think there's a lot of people out there who feel pressurised. I know I definitely did to always go to social events, even if you were kind of half asked about them, even if you didn't really want to go. You'd still go because it would look bad on you if you didn't go. And I say bad Um, in a way that it's not going to look bad on you it's okay to put boundaries in place for you and it's not selfish to say no to an event if you don't really feel like going because chances are you're going to go and you're just going to be gutted that you have gone to an event missed out on time where you wanted to do something else for yourself 
And time is so precious. Time is the one currency in life that you can't get more of. Money, you can make as much of that as you want. You can lose it all, make more. But time, you can never get that back. So make sure you are spending your time doing the things that you want. If you've been invited somewhere and you don't really want to go, it's okay to say no. If you want to stay at home and have a bath and wash your hair and that's more of a priority, absolutely go for it. These are boundaries, guys, and they are so important that you put them in place. Another one which I want to just drop in really quickly, and a lot of you probably already do this because you probably work for big corporate companies, but if you're like me and you work within a private household, it can sometimes be a bit daunting because there's no one to replace you. So take your leave. If I could talk to my old self from about five years ago, I used to be so, so worried to ask for time off or to use my holiday days because I knew there wasn't anyone to replace me. But ultimately, that is why the holiday days are there. If you work for a big corporate company, you log it through a system, it's so easy to do. But you need to make sure that you are using these holiday days because they are literally there to allow you to have a break from your day-to-day life. So use them, go on holiday. You don't even have to go abroad. You could literally use these to just get out of your current day-to-day life. And it is so healthy for you to take a break. Mind over matter in any of these circumstances. You have to remember the long-term picture is better than the temporary pain of asking for a day off. So a quote that I read earlier today, which resonated with me so much, and I'm going to share it with you now, is working harder than everyone else doesn't mean you'll get the most money. Your ability to earn more money is largely defined by your willingness to be assertive and disciplined. And boy, oh boy, this is so true. If there was someone who worked every single day of the year, didn't take any kind of breaks, what do you think his energetic levels would be like? Because I can tell you now, they would be half as much as someone who only worked half the year and who took the breaks when necessary. Working every single day of the year doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make more money than someone who works less than you because it's all about what you put into the hours that you are working. And this is exactly why holiday pay and breaks are highly recommended by companies because they want you to show up at your highest self. What is the point of employing someone if they can't be asked to go to work, they're not showing up and they're not performing as well as as they could? Because ultimately, you're not going to make the money for the company which they employed you to come and do. So it's always, always going to be quality over quantity. It doesn't matter how many days you work or how many hours. It's what you're doing with your time when you are working. And my final point on how to create time for yourself alongside a full-time job and relationships and trying to balance everything in life is never ever risk your emotional well-being for anything the way you feel about yourself is the most important thing you could ever have in life because it doesn't matter what you have around you or who you have in your life if you feel shit about yourself 
And I have worked alongside really wealthy people. I've worked alongside people who have the same kind of income as me. I've worked alongside people who are just starting out. And the one thing they all have in common is the way that they feel about themselves is a reflection of what they have around them. And it doesn't matter if you live in a million pound house, if you feel shit in yourself, there's no change in that. So do the inner work. Make sure you are taking the time out for yourself to make you feel good. Make sure you're taking time out to do activities you enjoy as these will ultimately boost your mood. So for different people, this will mean different things. My personal experience of doing activities for myself, I love working out. I know that as soon as I do a workout, I'm going to have a good day. Literally, I could take on whatever life wants to throw at me after I've worked out for myself. It doesn't take much time. It's literally 30 to 40 minutes a day, but my mood is ultimately lifted and I feel like I can tackle anything that comes. So, I love doing workouts. I also love taking time to have pamper nights. I usually do these on a Thursday night and it just prepares me for the weekend ahead. I know a lot of girls are like this. They like to leave their fake tan on. So it's set for Saturday. I love like having a clean hair, like washing my hair and going out with my friends and journaling as well. I know I've mentioned this in podcasts previously, but journaling and writing down all your thoughts. Oh my goodness. I can't even explain the release that you feel once those thoughts are on paper and they're out of your mind. I actually was on a coaching call a couple of weeks ago and I explained to the girl that I was coaching that before I go to bed, journaling feels like sliding the tabs away from the apps on my iPhone so I can go to bed with a clear mind and I find that this helps so so much and it boosts my mood on another level so make sure that you are doing whatever it is that you know will make you feel good I actually have in my notes folder a happy note and I've written down all the bullet points of things which make me happy things like washing my hair or giving advice on situations I know I can help with or going for a long nice walk or having a long bath and these things guys you don't have to do all of them but I promise you it will help you when you get to a certain point in your day when you just kind of want to switch off ticking off as many of those things as you can throughout the day or throughout the week or the month or however you want to do it will help you so much more and it will help you show up better in all areas of your life because ultimately your life that you have around you right now is a reflection of how you feel inside yourself so make sure that the way you're feeling within is the best possible way that you can feel because as soon as you feel good within everything in your life starts to change for the better. Thank you for listening. If you've loved what I've shared with you today, please give me a tag on Instagram at IsisFoster1 and share it with those around you. You never know who may need to hear it. Don't forget to follow me on here so you never miss an episode. I hope you have a beautiful day.